Welcome to StoryCorps Columbus. I'm Leticia Wiggins. StoryCorps is a national nonprofit that collects and preserves stories from across the country in a mobile recording studio. StoryCorps Columbus brings you interviews from Central Ohioans who shared their stories during StoryCorps' recent visit to our city. Today, a story about finding role models. Lester Singleton is 57 and identifies as non-binary. Growing up in the Midwest, Lester struggled to find a role model to look up to. Lester recently found a mentor in Ginger Boyd when they met at a gathering of transgender people of color in Columbus. Ginger is 70 years old, transgender, and an Ohio native. She experienced her transition in the early 70s. As part of StoryCorps Columbus, Lester and Ginger talked about the importance of role models, of having one and being one. I identify as a masculine of center, um, gender nonconforming person. And I don't have very many people that are older than myself and who have um, grown up as we are in the Midwest. And so I was fascinated by the fact that you are 70 years old and um, you're born male and you emerged sometime in the late 70s, mid 70s. When did you first realize that you might be something other than just straight up male? By the time I was nine or 10, I was kind of sneaking dressing in my mother's clothing. You know, I just liked women's clothing. I liked doll babies. I liked uh, things that girls, all my little friends were girls. I didn't play with the boys. But still, I didn't feel like I wanted to be a female. I just knew I was different than the other boys. Mm. My my father wasn't as accepting, but um, he was never disrespectful. You know, mm. but my mother and my siblings were always accepting. So you grew you up know. with both your parents? Both my parents, yes. Like, it's just fascinating all the way around mm-hmm. because you identify as an African-American mm-hmm. person. And I would say that most people would say that the black community is horribly non-receptive of anything that's different. We don't get to hear too many stories about black families accepting their transgender, gender non-conforming or non-binary children. I think with the love came some understanding. You know, I think they were open to learn, open to accept me as a person. I think that's what they did. You know, I think it's important to point out the fact that you left because you didn't want to be an embarrassment. It wasn't necessarily that your family tossed you out. Right, right. You know, I didn't I didn't make the best choices during that time. I kind of got with the wrong people and doing, you know, the wrong things. I don't think that it's unusual at all for those of us that are transgender, have a transgender identity, to experience homelessness, to experience mm-hmm. poor choices based on trying to fit in, mm-hmm. um, experience having to make some hard decisions about how we're going to survive. Unlike today, it said, you know, you can go to school, school basically wearing what you want to wear, you know, even in junior high and high school, you know. But in 1960s, you couldn't do that. You know, I think people have questions. I think that being trans, everyone is not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And every some people think that we are different. But, I mean, we breathe. I've got uh, a family that loves me. And I treat people the way I want to be treated. And I think that's the key. 
to stay here in the Midwest and um, live your life is something to be celebrated, Miss Ginger. I think so, too, when I think about it, because I know when I was younger, I felt like, God, if I've only grown up in California, even in New York, you know, somewhere where things were just a little more accepting. And But look, if you'd done that, we probably wouldn't have met. <laughs> exactly. So the universe always has some kind of idea. So my question is, what do you want to leave people with? I think I want to really leave people with, um, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> I, want to, I want to leave here with a bang. I want to leave here being the inspiration to others. Lester Singleton and Ginger Boyd were recorded in the StoryCorps booth during its recent trip to Columbus. StoryCorps Columbus is a production of WOSU Public Media. StoryCorps Columbus is a production of WOSU Public Media. This episode was produced by Cindy Gaylord with additional audio editing by Leticia Wiggins and Mike Thompson. Additional podcast editing by Michael DeBonis. WOSU's digital content director is Nick Hauser. Our chief content director of arts, life, and culture is Brent Davis. Here's something that resonates with you. Share this episode on social media and subscribe to the StoryCorps Columbus podcast at wosu.org slash Columbus or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. I'm Mike Thompson. And I'm Steve Brown, and we are the hosts of Snollygoster, WOSU's podcast all about politics in Ohio. Each week we chat about what the shrewd politicians at the State House are up to and how national politics affects us here at home. Find out why listeners have called us a weekly must-listen. For a lighthearted yet in-depth look at Ohio politics, subscribe to Snollygoster wherever you get your podcasts.